Now then, welcome to the social media podcast for a Tuesday. How are you diddling? Excellent, me too. Thank you very much for asking. Thank you very much for listening in today. Uh, This week and all of this week, we're going to be talking about the fact that it is National Storytelling Week until February the 6th. So we're going to be talking about it all the way through till then because it's such an important part behind business culture, business content and everything else connected to it. I had a question come through the other day when I was talking about uh, National Storytelling Week. That's what we're going to talk about today. First things first though, who am I to tell you anything? Well, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios and we're an award-winning visual agency and we help brands and businesses create content that makes them stand out on social media. Now that could be video, animation, aerial work, all sorts of different types of stuff, but mainly what we're wanting to do is try and help you create content. But a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand and business was necessarily in a position to be able to afford to have content created for them on a consistent basis. And when you're trying to build organically on social media, consistency is pretty important. So what can I do to help those businesses create content? So I sat down and went through a process that I used myself. I used it with my clients. I'd spoken about it for years and I turned it into a book and called it How to Nine Times Your Social Media. And it's basically a process that is everything from planning your marketing all the way through to actual podcasting and all the other creative stuff that can go on in between, which is essentially helping you create content from what you've already made, repurposing what your content you've got, making it work harder for you. But most importantly, importantly using my second favorite word in the world free it doesn't cost you anything but a bit of time maybe a bit of effort to learn how to do certain tasks but once you've got those nailed down then you can create content ongoing until you're in a position where you're so busy you need to pay somebody to do it for you but while you can't afford that you still need to be creating content so today we're still sticking to the theme of national storytelling week The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. So I got an email through the other day from somebody who wants to stay anonymous. And they said, well, my job is being a salesperson. As a salesperson, I am not in a position to tell stories. That is not what my job is about. And I couldn't disagree more than I already do. Because stories are so integral to any business, to any aspect of business almost. And I know this is going to take us away from social media and marketing as such. But when you go into a business and somebody sits down and talks to you and all they're doing is reeling off data and analytics, it's all well and good. But would it draw you in as somebody who's going to have somebody coming into your business right now? So you're a salesperson. And your boss says, I've got somebody coming in who sells this product. I want you to sit down and listen to their pitch. Now, if they sit down and just reel off numbers and there's no real connection between you and them, does does that work? Would that work for you? It probably wouldn't work for me. It would just bore me. I'd probably switch off. There'd be certainly no connection between me and them. And as we already know, we all buy on emotion. We all buy on that connection that you can make with people. So one of the things I recommend to people, especially when they're going out and selling, and whether that be selling with online video or you're selling face-to-face, if you're lucky enough in this current climate, whatever you're doing, there needs to be an element of storytelling in there, whether it's storytelling about what your product's already done for somebody else or whatever, but storytelling can really make your presentation far more engaging and entertaining for different prospects who are going to be consuming it. Now, 
you could make a pitch video where you're telling stories or you could be doing this face to face it doesn't matter but telling a story gives you an opportunity to kind of give context to all the statistics and the facts and the data and everything else that you're going to be passing on which will help convince your prospect to make a purchase because the whole point is you're trying to make that connection all that data and everything else like that kind of puts a barrier between you and them. It's just like, here's a bunch of numbers, we're great. Whereas if you go, here's a bunch of numbers, now these numbers here connect to Alice, who used our service, and Alice was in a really struggling position, blah, 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 blah. That kind of gives you more of a connection. And I know, even though there's really obvious benefits to telling a story, especially in sales, many sales reps are told or have decided that they shouldn't use storytelling in sales presentations. And in fact, in some cases, they kind of believe that storytelling is, I don't know, more reserved for an inspirational keynote talk or something like that where somebody stood up on stage. But that's effectively what you're doing. You're stood up on stage. Okay, it might just be you and them in the room, but you've got to treat it like it's a stage. So why is storytelling in sales presentations so useful? Because it will just help you make that connection. It'll make your presentation more memorable because other people might just go in and deliver data, but you'd be the person who is actually telling a story and talking to them face to face and and giving them something to kind of tangibly connect the data and everything else that you're talking about to, rather than just talking at them with a load of stats and boring the crap out of them. Also, storytelling is is massively brand building. Look at some of the the TV adverts that you'll probably remember when you kind of mention them. Uh, Jack Daniels, he remembered the the husky voice and showing all the barrels and the story behind why it's oak casted and and all that kind of stuff to give it flavour. Or Nike. Nike always have a story behind each of their different TV adverts that's connected to either an athlete or what the actual product is trying to perceive. Apple. I know these are all brands that people kind of really either love or completely hate, but they all have a story and they all have story behind their content. Especially, I mean, the, the big one at the moment, obviously, Jeff Bezos has just announced that he's going to leave as the CEO and step down of Amazon. Well, Amazon's TV adverts, very clever. The boxes have got a smile on them because they've been delivered quickly and safely. And we might not all agree with that particular concept, but their advertising is very clever in portraying that story and telling a story, whether it's the story of the package who gets picked and then gets boxed and then gets put in a van and then gets delivered. Whatever that story is, it's helping with their sales process. It's helping people connect emotionally. And people look at that piece of content and go, well, hang on a minute. I know my parcel now is going to arrive safe because Amazon will tell me it's going to. It's also going to arrive quickly, especially if I remove the pain point of things taking days and spend 70 quid for the year and and buy Amazon Prime because I buy a lot of products from them. I'm not saying what they're doing is right by killing the local high streets. What I'm saying is they're good at the storytelling. And if you get good at the storytelling, there's a potential that you could surpass them in your specific area of expertise. So think about stories being really important to the sales process. I know you're probably told they're not, but they really can emphasise that importance of action for your customer by just helping them along the way, helping them understand what it is that you're saying, rather than you just going, we help sell 20% more widgets by doing this. 
you go, we help sell 20% more widgets by doing this. And a great example is we were working with X and X did this and this and this previously. But then what we did was take all those services and amalgamate them into one. And all that kind of thing is just helping tell that story, really helping them engage and provide that context that I was talking about. Okay, right, I'm going to disappear now. I'm not going to give you any kind of techniques to work on or what have you. You need to go away and think about that. But hopefully that answers your question. Anybody who's listening right now who's a salesperson might start to think a bit differently to the aspect of storytelling. And don't forget how important it is in your content as well. You do sell in your content at time to time. I know we kind of emphasize the fact that you should be giving value, but even now and again, you're still sticking that sales message. But if your sales message has got no way of drawing in the audience and it's purely by my thing, it's not going to work. You need a story in there. You need to connect emotionally with them. Right, I'm going to go. I will see you tomorrow when I'll be back again with another episode of Dazed and Confused at Midday. But thank you very much for listening. If you are brand new to this podcast, hit the subscribe button. That would be so, so good. And uh, if you haven't done already, how about you share it with your audience as well? You never know. They may get some value from this content too. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you soon. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.